Hi. Hi. So. What's up? What's up? What you doing? What you doing? We're taking it different this time. We're doing something fun. We're doing something exciting. We are going to be doing our first ever IG Live. IG Live. Um, So y'all are going to see our bodies. So don't. A real time interview. (laughs) We're very excited about that. (laughs) Um, We're just waiting for our friend Rachel Friend to join us. She'll be any minute now. I we are telling. Oh, do we have anybody in our personal? No, not yet. No, it's just uh, we're telling your followers. Yeah. Fun. Fun. But we are doing we're so doing awkward. So good. We're, doing we're having so much. We're fun. having a great time. Oh. Um, but we're very excited to talk to Rachel about love, anxiety, mental health. Oh my god, Rachel, I love you. Yeah, pull up. Um, I love you. Anybody um, on the oh, IG? Yeah, email? anyone over there? No, nobody on mine. Okay. Did you want to go live from yours? Yeah, I was going to do that. Did you go to live from yours? I don't know how, but I don't know. <laughs> do I unplus, correct? No. Yes, that is what I do. Okay. <laughs> no, come on, help me. We'll filter I'm using the Bahama. That one's so close to us. We're not even going to be looking at it. We're like three screens. <laughs> looking at three screens. That's cute. I'll do this one. How do you... What do you... I just hit the button. Which one? The, the, the This one? Yeah. Bro, I have to say something. How do I say something? Wait. Oh, you want to add a title? Yeah, like what did what was your title? This one? I just said going live with Rachel. This friends. is my title? Okay. Yeah. We're just waiting shortly for Rachel to join us. Hey, everyone on my personal. Nobody's there, but hello. We're on for two minutes now. No. <laughs> I don't even think I'm following. Rachel's here. Hello. Hello. I'm just, just <laughs> in. I'll figure it out. I think you did good. It's I don't yeah, have yeah, sure. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Hi, guys. Welcome. How are you? Hi. Nice to see you. Yeah, we're, nice said, we're going multiple screens today. This yeah, is something there's different. So, there's so many screens. People are seeing so many angles of us, and it's giving me anxiety. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> we're so excited. You're our first ever, like, Life. in real time yeah. interview that we're doing. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Hey. So we're excited to pick your brain. I'm excited. I'm excited to be here, and thanks for thinking of me. Of course. There's some people slowly, um, but surely coming in here. Yeah. So trickling in. We're gonna have a party, folks. We're gonna be talking everything: love, life, relationships, mental health. Ali, I know you have a question. You want to so, take it off? Uh, yeah, sure, totally. So I was snooping through your Instagram and your website, and I saw that you do a lot of like self love and just like mental health. And so for with with me, one of the issues that I always have is that I feel like I um, not that I, I feel like that, what am I trying to say? What I'm trying to say is, is that I sometimes feel like I, I don't, I have good and I have bad days and my issue is that I can't be consistent. So like, I'll love myself one second and then I won't love myself the next. And it's just like, it's like a back and forth. So it's like one day I hate myself and the next day I love myself. And what I'm trying to work on is consistency of consistently like liking myself and like loving myself. But I don't know like how to do that. So what advice would you give specifically on consistency? Yeah. Well, first, I want to tell you that when it comes to self-love, it really isn't, I don't know if I can say that 
you're going to be 100% every day ever. Um, and so understanding that you're going to have those tough days. Self-love actually is accepting yourself even on those days where you might not be so great. So first understanding that it's not like you're supposed to have these great days all the time, but you might get down on yourself. It's just reminding yourself, oh, wait, this is normal. It's normal to have tough days, but I'm going to get through it and I trust that. And that's an act of self-love in and of itself, right? Accepting that it's okay to not be okay on, um, I mean, it could be many days, especially with this last year and a half and what we've all been going through. Um, even if the pandemic didn't happen, you know, life is hard for many people. So I think when it comes to consistency, first understanding that each day might not be the same, but one thing that you can bank on is that you know that or you can trust yourself to get back on track. And so that might be doing something small each day, um, saying one thing that you love about yourself each day. And I think that's just the one thing that you do, even if you have a tough day, I think that could be cool. Um, they're super common, but they're really mm -hmm. powerful. Little gratitude uh, logs. So it's just three things you're grateful for each day and doing that consistently. But I think that even smaller, you could just say one thing that, um, that I'm stoked about when it comes to me um, each day. And if it just means like today, I'm just gonna allow myself to be and not do anything for anyone and that's okay. I'm not gonna feel guilty today. So hopefully that helps with people becoming more consistent, but there's no way that everything, every single day you're gonna be like, oh my God, I'm so great. Nothing else yeah. can, you know, nothing can get me down. No, we're human and we have a lot of different emotions. And so it's just accepting yourself where you're at, no matter what. Yeah. I have this thing where every day my, when my day comes to an end, I always say, Bo, what did you at least accomplish one yeah. thing today? Did you clean? Did you take out the trash? Did you go to the store today? Did you just have that, like, I guess, gratitude you were able to accomplish something great that day, no matter what's, how small it is or how big it is? That's what I was yeah. trying to do with myself every day, which is... Yeah. <laughs> I'm also trying to try like affirmations. I don't do enough, but I'm trying to like get into like positive affirmations and just like manifestation and like taking yourself and realizing that you can change even the smallest thing just by every day, like looking in the mirror and being like, I will accomplish something good today, you know? Yes, no, affirmations can be really powerful. It, it takes time to build up a habit. I will say though that, um, setting yourself up to do something great each day might yeah. be something for some people that might uh, be unrealistic as opposed to even just being okay. Like for example, trying to not feel guilty for not doing anything might be even simpler. Like I'm just not going to feel guilty for not doing something today. And if that's all I accomplish, great. Versus I have to do one small thing. Cause for many people, even the idea of something small, making their bed or motivation could be really tough. Um, um, and so even just understanding, I'm not going to feel guilty for not doing anything today. And in a way you've accomplished something, right? Cause you're choosing not to feel guilty, um, right. or ashamed of not getting something done. And so it still speaks to what you guys are talking about, but you might not be doing something. You might not be going and doing something, but it's just a feeling and that's a start as well. That's good. Um, I actually wanted to pick your brain. So I have this, I was recently, I, I've been going through a situation with a particular person and um, I kept communicating. I'll give it, I don't know, every, well, not every few hours, but every other day I try to reach out, but then eventually came, well, not, it wasn't consistent every other day, but then 
those every other day eventually die down and keep became nothing. So I'm just like, I kept trying and trying and trying to communicate. But then I'm just like, you know what? I give up. So my point is to, oh, my question I want to ask is, is it okay to just simply quit talking to the person without sending a message saying, hey, hope you're okay? Like almost like a, yeah, a goodbye like a message. message yeah. Or should we just like, let the yes, the dead horse stop eating the dead horse at this point. Well, I mean, technically, we don't have to do anything we don't want to do, right? But yeah. ultimately, you have to think about how you might be feeling. Um, and it's it might be I don't know if like it, it's a situation where it's been toxic for a long time. You've been open and honest about the way that you felt. Nothing has changed, and so you're choosing to walk away. Um, or is it something where you've just been frustrated based on how the communication is going. You might have not been super clear, but uh, maybe you don't know how to be. And so you're feeling this way and then you just think, you know what, I'm done with this without any explanation. Uh -huh. um, if it's one of those things where I, I'm always big on being open and honest, even if somebody can't accept that, um, if, you if you feel like you shared with someone, um, hey, it, I really struggle when I'm trying to talk to you and you're not listening, or um, all I want for you to do is let me vent. Can you be here for me or whatnot? Um, any of those things can let someone know what you're going through and you're communicating that. And if they can't mm -hmm. reciprocate that and you're not okay with it, then you can say, all right, well, is this relationship really working out? Um, have we tried everything that we can? And those are some things I would say to try before you just cut someone off. Mm -hmm. But Ultimately, if you feel like what you've done, you know, you did what was best for you and now you don't have this weight, um, that's, I think, what's most important. But sadly, like, not everybody is going to get where you're coming from. And either one, you can accept it and say, okay, well, there's some other great things about them and I can have them in my life and I'm going to accept all the things that they are and all the things they're not. Or um, this is so draining and it's literally sucking the energy out of me and I'm really not enjoying being around this person, I think the most important thing for me to do right now is separate myself from them. So that's, I think, a tip on if you feel like you need to distance yourself from somebody. Um, hopefully that helps. Yeah. Um, no, it just, it, I guess it, it didn't help my anxiety going through this. And so my anxiety took over, which I guess transitions into my next question I have for you. For someone who has that worry of being left on, I guess, for example, being left on delivery for six hours. They have it in their brain. Oh my God. They've been left on what? I didn't hear that. Undelivered, like they didn't respond to you for like- Oh, undelivered, yes, okay. Yes, it's yeah. 12 hours. <laughs> and their brain, they're like, oh my God, we're done. They moved on, they found somebody new. Like yeah. what, and they're, how can someone like get past that? Cause also like with me, a lot of my trauma from childhood, it, it, I would say it affects my relationships, I guess to say. So how can someone just, how do I say this? You can kind of say, how do you, what do you? I'm trying to like, anxiety, like. Uh -huh. Keep going. Affecting a potential relationship. Oh like, yeah. So like, how do you like stop your anxiety from being so much that it affects something before it's even started, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm just there's bringing up this point. Yeah, there's a few things here. There's a few things here. Um, I hear, you know, our childhood trauma and how that impacts things and our anxiety, right? Our, what happens in our childhood um, can then bring 
um, about anxiety and that can show up in relationships. Just so you know, um, you can have an amazing childhood and have really attentive, loving parents and still have anxiety. Anxiety is a very normal um, and natural emotion. It's when anxiety is so high that you really struggle with functioning. You're unable to do typical things. So I'm really big on dispelling these myths about feelings like we shouldn't feel this way. Um, all feelings are normal. And as human beings, we're going to experience a range of them. We just learn what we th we're modeled, I should say, it's modeled to us like what's okay and not okay to react to. And unfortunately, you know, our parents, caretakers only do what they know. And so if you've been taught that you shouldn't feel negative feelings, and it's going to be hard for you to cope with that. And as an adult, so I'm really big when I work with clients to help them understand that you need to embrace all of your feelings because feelings are really vital bits of information for you to get to know yourself more. Mm -hmm. It's just understanding what to do with those feelings that we can work on. So when it comes to relationships, if you feel like, oh my gosh, my anxiety is completely sabotaging things. I'm always in my head, right? What are they thinking? And that's normal. It's normal when we are uh, feeling vulnerable with someone or about to start a connection. We want to know if this person likes us. And so we're almost reading into what they do more so, right? Again, that's normal. But if it starts to impede your relationships and you find like, I can never get anywhere, which is really great, you're being aware. That's when you take a step back and ask yourself, hmm, why is this coming up for me? Mm -hmm. And it almost always has nothing to do with the other person and not that they can't trigger you in some way, but if something's going on with you and you mentioned it, what is it that is bothering me? And so one example that you shared is maybe being left on um, delivered. And yeah, I haven't heard from them. Okay. A couple of things. One, how do you feel when somebody doesn't get back to you right away or they haven't gotten back to you all day? Like what's something that you, what comes up for you? What thoughts go in your mind? Um, <laughs> all of the thoughts. Give me a couple of them. Huh? Um, give me a couple. Uh, like they've lost interest, right? Yeah, yeah I think lost, lost interest. interest. Okay. Or they, they don't like me. Like I'm being too much at the moment, so like I need to back away. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they lost. Like they lost interest. Maybe I'm being too much. Maybe they're not into it anymore. So if these are your initial thoughts right off the bat. Where do you think these thoughts have come from? Have people in the past not responded to you and then they've like broken up with you or you're not friends anymore? Oh, this is, I love this conversation. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. I, yes. I've gotten well for me particularly, I've had some cases where they just straight up just. I just don't trust anyone. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to talk to you anymore. Cause I've, and I've had, it wasn't it next? It was somebody I was talking to. Yeah. They just straight up stopped talking to me. And then they okay. talked to me two months later and they were like, Yeah, sorry. I found out my ex just got engaged, so that's why I stopped talking to you. So I'm like, but you couldn't just give me a simple yeah. message and be like, hey, like yeah. can you just Yeah. I think with um with me, like the older I get, the more I realize that a lot of people have their own stuff going on. Yeah. So you shouldn't take things, even though like you're going to, but in theory, you shouldn't take things um personally when it comes to like ghosting or when it comes to like not being left on red uh, right. or you know like these kinds of things because like just like both explained like it had nothing to do with Bo. it literally was just something else and this person was like well i have to take a step back i have to walk away yes yes well and it was really hard uh for both parties so 
as you're mentioning, you might, you guys have both maybe had prior situations. Like when something ends up triggering you or you get in your head, it's usually reminding you of something that you've been through before, something that you're worried about or that you're fearing. And so when you understand that, and I'm just giving you like a little um, breakdown, but when you understand, okay, here's what these non-responses are making me feel like, and this can go with anything, someone raising their voice at you or saying something to you. Yeah. What is it that's being you know triggered in me? This is that self-awareness. And then you can say, all right, well, here's how I'm feeling. I'm feeling unwanted, uncared about. Have I felt like this before? And then you can kind of go back and think, oh yeah, I have in my last relationship. And you can think about how it pans out. And you have an opportunity there and say, okay, well, I'm afraid of this. Do I think this is gonna happen again here? Because so often we project our fears onto current situations. And then um, sadly, we either consciously or subconsciously sabotage things and they end up panning out exactly how they always do uh, because we end up doing the same things instead of becoming aware of, oh, wait a second, here's where my head always goes. I never choose to dig deep and find out why. I just keep doing the same thing. And so maybe finding or realizing, okay, I know this happened in the past. I'm afraid of it happening again but what are some things I could do differently? And that might be um, one, giving someone the benefit of the doubt. So when you were saying, oh, am I being too much? I wanna say like, as a society, there's this like expectation, which is completely unrealistic, that people need to get back to you in a certain amount of time. Now there's no like set time frame. And listen, I get it. Let's say you um, haven't heard from somebody like in a week and you talk all the time, like, oh, okay, this might be strange. But this idea that someone should be immediately writing you back Maybe they don't feel like talking. Maybe their phone is somewhere else. There could be a lot of other reasons, but the bigger deal is, is where does your head go when someone doesn't respond? And if you automatically assume negative, that's usually an indication that there's a struggle internally with your self-worth. Um, is it something where I feel like I'm not enough? For, like, what is, it, what is it that I'm always going back to? And so, as opposed to, oh no, they're probably doing something like, I. I know that I, I matter and I'm a value. They just, you know, they don't have time. And let's just say it pans out where this person doesn't work out for you. Your first thought isn't, oh, it must have been me and how pathetic I was and how I didn't make it work. These are all um, valuable bits of information on how you see yourself. And so if you are somebody who doesn't value yourself, if you think for two seconds you're going to allow somebody in who's going to value you, no way. You're going to find yourself in a vicious cycle in relationships continuing to play out that not only you don't feel you're valuable and then you're going to meet people who don't find you valuable either because we attract what we feel we deserve and you might think this person makes me feel so special but if you don't think you're special and you don't believe in it then before you know it this person just going to be another story just like all the other ones and so it all comes back to like you opened up the conversation with working on self-love and self-acceptance and asking yourself why you struggle with that and that does go back to our childhood traumas it's a a really big conversation. There's a lot of elements, but these are opportunities for you to become self-aware. I mean, I don't know if people, I, I see there's a bunch of people in the chat too, but people can share their own experiences as well. Um, but this is super common, but rarely people turn the finger inward and say, well, what, what can I do better for me? So that way I don't find myself in these situations. How do, what do I need to repair and what do I need to heal? Because no one's going to rescue you. Yeah. and no one's going to save you. You have to save yourself, and then you bring that to relationships. You don't have to be fully healed, because we're all on our healing journey, myself included. But at least you're actively working on yourself, and then you can bring that into a relationship and hopefully come from that place. Yeah, I like that. Um, I, I think, how do I even say this? 
Like, like, I'm on transition to like self. I'm transition to like this one that self love. I. What do you think when someone says, "I have so much love that I want to share it with the world"? Because some people will be like, "You're not ready for a relationship. You need to love yourself first. But then I'll, I'll respond with me personally. I'll be like, "I have a lot of love, but like I want to share it." Like sometimes I'll take myself out. I'll take I'll take myself out shopping to the movies to the restaurants yeah. eating. But then I eventually want to share it with somebody. And so, what am I trying to say? What am I trying to say? What are you trying? Are I'm you, rambling. I'm rambling again. <laughs> are you are you trying? What? what are you trying to say? Like, um, are, you, are you trying to like prove them wrong? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay, Is that yeah. a good thing to do? So, okay. Well, proving anyone wrong is not really a healthy behavior, right? Because um, ultimately, like, you're trying to do something to show someone. Uh, yeah. But if you truly believe that about yourself, you wouldn't need to prove it to anyone because you're proving it to yourself. So I would say that's an unhealthy behavior. Um, and that's usually rooted in I need to seek validation. I need to show these people, like, what they're missing or that I made it. Um, but what they think shouldn't matter. Now, I know that it does because most people care about what people think. Mm -hmm. But again recognizing within yourself, why do I need other people to see that I'm doing great or see that I'm doing this? And, and it ultimately comes back to, I want to feel like I matter or they missed out back to, you know, self-worth. So when you were saying you have a lot of love to give, I think all human beings do. But as I mentioned before, if we're just like, I want to be able to share that with someone else. Um, and I think that's natural, right? Human beings, we are hardwired to connect. We want to be able to share with other people. But like I said, we have to first realize that we are valuable on our own, that we don't necessarily need someone to make us better, uh, or I'm sorry, need someone to fix us. But when we just, we get to enjoy these experiences more with other people. And I'm a huge proponent, like, and I'm happily married and I'm a mom and I love my, my family and my kids. Do I think that everybody should have that life? No, some people maybe don't want to be married, right? Do I think that anyone deserves to be like alone? I shouldn't say deserves, but we don't function. When I say we don't function alone, I don't mean we don't function when we're not in a relationship or a marriage. No, it's just that we don't function if we are isolated away from people. Like we need to be with people because that's what our species needs to survive. That doesn't mean that you need to be married and in a thriving relationship. You could have a lot of great friends and family who support you. So, um, I don't think that being in an intimate relationship is something that, oh my God, that will ultimately bring me joy. You have to understand that you need to accept yourself fully and what you bring to the table. And if you cross paths with somebody and you want to share that with someone, that'll naturally happen because you'll be putting that out there. But if you find that you're forcing it or you're just like, why is nobody loving me or accepting me? Um, most likely it's because you don't love and accept yourself. You might not see it. Um, but like I said, these are really easy ways to find out that we're struggling to accept ourselves when we're seeking the validation of others, when we want other people to see us. And so one way to do that is to start to ask yourself, do I, was I not seen growing up? Did I not get the validation that I needed? And usually that's where it comes from. And then again, there's a lot of work there. I do a lot of inner child work and it takes a lot of time, but it's so worth it because um, we end up filling our own voids. We don't look for other people to do that. I don't know if I answered your question, but there was a few things there. Yeah. No, you did. No, I, okay. <laughs> I loved your answer. I thought it was did so you, good. Did you have another question? 
Well, I kind of had like a, a continuation or yeah. yeah, I loved your answer to the question. By the way, people who are watching the show, if you guys have any questions, um, go ahead and leave them down below. A lot of people are saying hi. So I know they're saying hi to you, but hi to, <laughs> hi to everybody. Um, but yeah, I really like the way that you answered that question. I'm a firm believer, not a firm believer, but I think if you can't love yourself, then you can't love anyone else because it'll just, it's this ongoing cycle like you had mentioned. Um, I had a question. That's okay. I totally forgot it. But you were so good. I just um, think yourself, um, childhood trauma, everything comes back to you. Hmm. I'm trying to throw some things out that we were talking about. I, um, what was I going to say? I wanted to just, I think sometimes with me, and I think I've said this on the podcast before, but like, I'd really like your perspective. I've gotten other people's perspectives, but a lot of people will look at me and they'll tell me that I'm like closed off and they'll be like, oh, you're closed off. Like, that's the reason you don't get like in a relationship. But I am kind of just like, no, like I'm not closed off. I'm just, I'm content with where I am, but like the more I like live my life, the more I'm like, maybe I am closed off. And I don't even know if I am or if I'm not closed off. So but one thing I, that you're hearing about being closed off, I want to tell you that you were just saying, when you said people say that, have more than one, did more than one person say that to you? Yeah, not a lot, but some of my closer friends who are that. all in like serious relationships are just like, Oh, like, why aren't you in a relationship? Like, why aren't you doing X and Y? And I'm like, leave me alone. Um, <laughs> I don't mean, confer. I, yeah, you know, I, I. Everyone says I'm closed off. I'm not closed off. I just don't. I mean, yes, I. You're am. protecting yourself. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I am closed off, but I'm not. Listen, it, it's so funny. I mean, you're literally demonstrating what I'm sure a lot of people feel like conflicted. But I wanted to. I wanted to sh touch on one point. Okay. Um, everyone's always going to say like I'm an expert on other people. You know, it's easier to tell other people things. And if we ask, you know, if we're venting to them, sometimes they think it's an invitation to criticize us. But I do want to share something, okay? okay? You are the common denominator in your life. And so if you find that you are one in similar situations or you've heard, like, similar things said to you throughout your life, and not that, like, not things like you're not good enough. I don't mean that. I just mean things like, hey, you never listen to me or you always seem like you're always angry or you tend to be really closed off. And you hear these, this from multiple people who aren't connected. I would say that that's an opportunity to maybe take a step back and say, could any of this be true? I say that because if it's just like, you know, your ex-boyfriend and his friend who say these things, but no one's ever said that, I wouldn't take their, I wouldn't take what they're saying seriously. But if you find that the close people in your life, family or friends say similar things to you, that might be an option to say, how am I communicating things? Yeah. And right now you sound conflicted in what you're saying where it's almost like you're acknowledging I could be closed off and usually closed off. And I think you nailed it on the head. Um, it is a form of self-protection. Um, but remember, when you think of being closed off, is that something that's like you're associating with like being negative? Like, I don't want to be come off as closed off. Right. And remember, when we start to think about some of these feelings and emotions negatively, we're not like giving them a chance. Like, hold on. My ultimate goal is to learn everything that I can about myself so I can fully thrive and connect with others. Um, so when it comes to being closed off, those might be things that you could say, what would give them the vibe? And I'm going to ask you, what might give your close friends this idea? What are things that you might be doing or saying? I, I just, I don't, just like dumb things where I'm just like, where I'm just like, I don't want a relationship or like, I'm not. I mean, that's not a dumb thing. 
are like, I'm not really in the mood or just like, I don't trust. Well, I say things like I don't trust people or like, I don't want to put myself in this situation because I know I'm going to get hurt. Slash, I know I'm going to get into something I don't want to get, get into. So it might not me be getting hurt, but it's just me like, you know, getting into something that I don't want to get into. And so like certain things like that, when people are just like, oh, like you're closing yourself off, like, you're not putting yourself out there and then it's just like I don't know if I'm, I necessarily want to put myself out there right and I get it there's risks involved I think at the end of the day you are gonna have to ask yourself what is it that I and, and this might not be an easy answer but we have to ask yourself um hi Rob we have to ask ourselves what we ultimately want out of our life and relationship yeah. so you know, individually, not as a whole, but just, and I, I use the term end game, like what's your end game with this person in your life, with your joy? And if it's, my end game is, is like, I want to be happy. I want to connect with people. I want to have meaningful relationships. Now, if your end game is, is like, I'm fine where I'm at. I don't care if I ever meet another person. I don't want to have a relationship and I'm fine just doing the exact same thing that I'm doing now for the rest of my life. Own it. But if your joy is going to come from your relationships and connections with others, that's gonna require you to be vulnerable. And I'll be the first to tell you, well, I lied. I'm definitely not the first to tell you because this is already out there. But I'm gonna tell you right now that being vulnerable and getting hurt, that's like the ticket that we need to pay. Like that's the, that's the price of admission yeah. for living a life full of joy. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Brene Brown, but it's her whole thing. But truly being vulnerable and being open and being open to getting hurt is one of the biggest ways to welcome in love and acceptance um it's okay to be afraid but usually when fear is holding you back you're missing out way more than you think and at the end of the day we're here once for a very short time and yeah. think about how many years we spend our life with walls up because we're terrified of getting hurt instead of realizing wait a second i'm supposed to be getting hurt that's how i learn that's I'm how right. i find what next right like as opposed to i have to make sure i'm tiptoeing around i can't get hurt i can't get stepped on i can't get rejected Yes, you need all these things, but that's normal because then that gets you one step closer to truly just being accepted, um, or I'm sorry, like accepting of yourself and, and, and deeper connections with others. Yeah, I like that. Um, um, we had a question but I think everybody my... actually answered. Oh, did we? No, no, I'm saying like already basically how, because we had a fan question saying- On my Instagram. On her Instagram. Yeah. Multiple, but- Becoming emotionally detached from the world, but I think you kind of already answered that already just now. What do like you, well, why? The question was, what do you do when you become emotionally detached? Like, what are some advice that you have? What's yeah. something if someone acknowledges like, oh, like I, I'm kind of, I feel a little detached. Like, what would you recommend? But I think we've kind of already gone over that. But I think this person wasn't here for that, like, snippet. Um, yeah, just... I mean, I'll share this so that way it's recorded because I think that's a great question. The fact that this person, I don't know if they're feeling emotionally detached or they're just if I ever do, if they're even aware that they're emotionally detached, that's huge, right? Like I'm seeing it as opposed to people. Most people are kind of just on autopilot. We're unaware of things. Um, and I yeah. think it's important that I say that too in, in relationships. People are doing the best that they know how to do. And that might not be the best for us. It might not be effective, but we can't do better if we don't know better. And most people don't know better. Right. And a big reason why taking things personally is just gonna weigh you down because most people are not out to get you. They just are acting from what they've experienced. So when it comes to being emotionally detached, I think that's your opportunity to reach out and find resources, whether it's talking to somebody 
finding some therapy or really engaging in some deep self work. Why is it? What has brought me to this place? And again, that's going to be, you know, sequencing back to, um, your childhood what why what's impacting my decisions but i would start with potentially going to talk to somebody um, i think nowadays therapy is just more common but some people still there's a negative connotation with yeah. trying to seek help and it's usually because of what they were taught right if you seek help and go talk to somebody there's a problem that's a weakness um, but i'm a really huge proponent of um, saying that going to therapy and talking to people is a strength like it takes courage to say something I'm struggling with and I'm going to go and try to fix it, right? That's somebody who is being proactive as opposed to somebody who's terrified and would rather not share. So everyone can benefit from therapy. And so hopefully that helps that person out. Um, but it's really important to have somebody that you can talk to in a safe environment. Yeah, I think everybody should yeah, get therapy. But there's a lot of ways to do therapy. Even yeah. if you don't want to go out and talk to somebody, there's so many outlets. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I do virtual therapy. I'm yes, like, groups. I've been doing it so long to the point where, like, sitting in a room with someone, I'm like, nope, can never do that. <laughs> oh, like, no. a little, like, corner. Yeah. Um, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> we've been chatting you up, but we have $1 million question before the we end this. biggest question. How can you not rush things with somebody? Oh, how can you not rush things with someone? Yeah, um, that you, is my fault. I will really admit that. Okay, you, are you saying good. that you have a habit of trying to rush things with people? Okay. Um, After a month, it's like a zero. Me. It's like zero to hundred. Yeah. Well, again, it's, like it's great that you're. It's great that you're aware of that. Um, and again, awareness is where it all starts. So understanding where your habits and relationships come from, and like yeah. the why behind it. Okay, again, I can't sit here and tell you like, here's the set amount of time to date someone and do this. But if you recognize that, oh wait, and again, I told you a really cool technique is to look back into relationships before and are there, um, are there similarities? Do you always seem to approach them this way? And this could be telling of some of your habits. So it sounds like, okay, I tend to rush into things. So let me ask you this um, and some things to kind of ask yourself. Is it something where you feel like if you don't lock something down, it will go away? Or what is your, what, <laughs> is that a yes? Let me walk off this, let me walk off this interview. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, you hit the nail. That was so good. So, I know I'm just asking, because sometimes people want to rush things like this feels so good. Um, this is really exciting, but if I don't lock it up, it's going to go away. Um, and we just talked a little bit about that today. Do you feel like you bring something to the table that if somebody was able to value that, they would say? Yeah, 1,000%. Okay. So, again, I mean, and, and the, well, the short answer to this is, again, you um, definitely want to peek in to your self-worth, how it was created, um, where that stems from, the different things. And again, it's, it's pretty you know, detailed, but when you start to understand like, why is it that I need this? And you could look back into, am I used to people not staying? Um, and you could look at your parents' relationship, you could, you know, your caretaker's relationship, is this how relationship should be? Should I be feeling like I need to lock something down or they're going to leave? Is this like I'm throwing you know, bait into the water and hope oh, the fish, if I don't grab it, it's going to leave. Like, is, 
those types of things are the things that you want to think about. But if you feel like you have to rush something, um, most likely it's because you have doubts about your worth and yourself. If, if they get to know you more, they might leave. Um, but at the end of the day, they could, you could lock something up and then they could be gone in four months, right? So whether they leave now or later, that's not the point. The point is, why is it do that I feel that I need to rush things? And it sounds like, you know, you maybe either want to keep the feeling of things when they're really exciting, but also understanding that sometimes relationships takes time to take, take time to develop. And it sounds like you would really benefit from taking time to develop the love that you could, you know, find for yourself. So that way you don't feel like you're grasping at every relationship, but rather could truly bring a healed version of yourself in and accept, wait a second, are you my person? Do you like what I bring to the table? Awesome. Ditto. Let's see where this goes versus, I don't know, I like this feeling. I'm not sure. I haven't thought it out, but let's just keep this going and this momentum going, right? Like we're, we're being yeah. kind of quick with it. So here's the cool thing. When you truly own and accept who you are and what you have to offer and realize the parts of yourself that maybe you struggle with, you invite people in who, or you should, I should say you create a space for people who will um, accept that part of you, right? And anybody who isn't in line with that, you're going to find out really quick, right? And so you have to understand what your values are. Literally ask yourself, what are the things you look for in a relationship? What's important to you? And are you somebody who tends to give people multiple chances? Are you good with your boundaries? Do you end up looking at red flags? <laughs> well, I would say after the second chance, that's the part where I'm just like, I'm done. Mm. There won't be a third, maybe twice, but third, no. I mean, listen, it's nice that you give second chances, but with, I think there's, an, and to kind of sum up what I'm, I'm sharing, and, and I really appreciate you being, you know, you guys both being so open and honest about what you're going through. Thank you. But understanding, and this is, again, the key. It's like, I'm going to open up and share these things. And you represent a lot of people as well. But, you know, I think the theme with a the few of the things that you've been sharing, I'm getting in my head. Does this person want to be with me? Here's what happened in the past. I want to rush into things. It sounds like you're in love with the idea of love. But the core thing that's missing is really working on that love with yourself. So, um, and if you don't, truly love and accept yourself you are going to be begging everybody for them to love you the rest of your life you're going to be hustling for your worth the rest of your life and you're always going to feel like you're not good enough you're going to push people away um and you're going to literally you have to ask yourself what you're doing right now and the, and the relationships that you have if you don't do that inner work you know what the next 50 years of your life is going to look like so if you want to change something it's going to start with you it's going to start with understanding dang it um, I love love. I got so much love to give. Guess what? I'm going to start giving that shit to myself and then see what happens. Yes, ma'am. Oh, so good. Oh, that was <laughs> and like, you guys are so awesome. We appreciate you, Rachel, so much. Yeah, we appreciate you. We appreciate everyone watching. If you guys aren't following us or Rachel, go ahead and do yeah. that. And if you don't have to, we don't have to tell you because you're already here. So all you can do is like click a button and uh, you're following. So, yay. Just, Thank you guys so much. Of course. I have to say, before we log off with you, I've been following you since 2019. So I didn't what? realize that until I reached out like yeah. recently. I'm like, what? This long and haven't talked to her? What? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah oh, so that makes me so happy. Really yeah. I definitely want to reach out to you like privately and 
have a session yeah. and do all that good stuff. I would love that. I think you would really benefit from some of my inner child work, but you got to be ready for it. And um, thank you for supporting me for so long. And I'm so happy that we finally did this. I'm really excited that you guys launched your podcast. And I feel honored to be your first IG Live guest. I'm sure there's going to be many more. Keep putting yourself out there and asking people to to do that. And I look forward to seeing more of them. And I look forward to connecting with you guys again. And so thank you again for having me on. Of thank course. You. you have a good one. You too, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye. Alrighty, bitches. We're going to dip. Oh, <laughs> we're still Hi, lying. Bitches. We're still lying. Guys, if you want to follow us, go ahead and do in the best pod. We update every Thursday. We're going to try to upload this to the pod. And if we can, that'd be great. But if not, then this will be available on our page. So, yeah. Anything yeah. before Thanks for the love. Uh, someone just said this was great. So thank you. Thank this you was for our watching. first time doing an Instagram Live. So yeah. um, you guys should come on and be, and follow us. Everything Bo said. Yeah. Um, everything Bo said was so good. So. <laughs> but we're going to go. We're going to go. We're we'll done. see you next Thursday. We love you. We'll see you, you next, next Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> Bye, guys. We love you. Bye, friends.